Okay, we're back with part two of Black Lives Matter, Latinos Need to Do Better. Um, so please join us on the conversation where we left off. So have fun. So when we talk about race, mm-hmm. we're not talking about ethnicity. No. Which is such a common misconception mm-hmm. every single time. I don't know if you talk to Latin people in your work or whatever where you where you're asked what is your race. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've always had people say Latino. Mm-hmm. Every single time you ask what is your raza, mm-hmm. there what is your race, they're like Latino. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, it's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very different. And race is a social construct. Is a social construct that does not exist. And what we're about to say, you know, like, like we're going to define what race means. Mm-hmm. And it was created in colonization and it has no basis in fact, mm-hmm. period. It's not rooted on anything not valid. Any, any, any way. But just for, you know, sake of defining definition, race refers to a person's physical characteristics such as bone structure, skin, hair, and eye color. That doesn't sound racist as fuck. I don't know why Bitch, it does. is that fucking doesn't sound... <laughs> Ask yourself. You're literally saying, all right, what is your face, eyes, face structure? Eye color. Since when? Like, since when? what? That doesn't... Since when do black people not have blue eyes? That doesn't make any sense. Seriously. And it's like uh, ethnicity, however, refers to cultural factors, including nationality, aka American or Mexican, mm-hmm. regional culture, Latino, ancestry, and language. Those are not the same things. So white people exist in latin culture period Mm -hmm. latinos can be white Mm -hmm. by the definition latinos can be white yeah and you know for you latinos who watch latino television or anyone else listening please change it to latino channel mute it it'll look like white people yeah Yeah, it'll look like cnn yeah it's not gonna look like turn on a novella You'll mute it. It looks like fucking Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch. Vampire Diaries. Uh, Vampire Diaries. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, in the demographic portion of paperwork and stuff that we fill out, race, I mark white because that's what it is. My parents, you know, have to mark white and they're confused as to why they have to because they're like, we're not getting goals. We're not this. Yep. It's like, well, mom, dad, yeah. You yes, are. we are because... The way that, like, uh, Cortez uh, works in, 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 in Columbus and shit, that's how that works. So, um, no, it's a really, really, really good point. And that's where Latinos really use the POC acronym to their advantage, right? Yeah. They're like, I'm not white. Mm-hmm. I'm Latino. Mm-hmm. I'm of color. I'm a person of color. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, bitch, where is your color? What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Your pink cheeks? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You guys are dyeing your hair. Bl- I mean, not to say blonde is exclusive to white people, but assimilating to this culture to the features the characteristics yeah yeah and really feeding into that and Mm -hmm. i just want everyone to listening is that if you are latino you're probably white Mm -hmm. period we get it mexicans we are people who are both who are indigenous and colonized but that doesn't give you a pass to be fucking racist that doesn't give you a pass Mm -hmm. To only care about your own issues and not care about black mm-hmm. issues or to think that black issues are not Latino issues. issues. Yeah. Just like white people can exist in Latino culture, guess what, you guys? Black people exist in our culture. Mm-hmm. Black people exist by the millions in mm-hmm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. Millions, you guys. Mm-hmm. Goes back years. Years. Goes back way, way, way back. Years. You know, uh, fucking slave trade didn't just happen in the United States, you guys. Yeah, it know. happened everywhere. 
So everywhere that you can imagine, there is black people there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's erased, especially in Latino culture. You think of Latinos, you don't think of black people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't think of Celia Cruz. You don't yeah. think of um, Amara La Negra. You yeah. don't think of these yeah. of yeah. these people, but they're there. And yeah. there's a lot of them, especially yeah. us. Well, I've been to Mexico. You've been to Mexico. We've seen, we've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. They might not call themselves black, but they are. Yeah. And they're there. And we have cousins. We have people within our family because they exist. Mm-hmm. So just like they exist, white people exist. And sure. we have to be seeing it in that aspect and not, oh, we're Latinos, we're of color. Because we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not. And the only way we're going to get through this conversation and get through this is if we recognize our privilege. But not just recognize your privilege, right? Because I've seen so many podcasts where they recognize it for fucking six hours. And that's fine. You can recognize it. But what are you doing to combat yeah, that? Then, then what's the action-based plan? Yes. Like, what are you actually going to do after recognizing it for six hours? Like, what are you actually going to do with the recognizing? And racism is completely different in Mexico than it is in the United States, mm-hmm. right? So to be fair, let's talk about some of the history. So very brief. I mean, I'm not going to go into it because it's mm-hmm. not It's not really that. I'm not a historian. Yeah. I don't know nothing. But, but you could be if you want. It's not too late for you. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Yeah. You have the glasses. Yeah. I, bitch, I have more glasses right now. The fuck? <laughs> okay. So Mexico... In their history of colonization, they had the caste system. So they had Mm -hmm. classifications of mixed races. Mm -hmm. So obviously they had the indigenous and um, black people at the bottom. And then they had the Europeans at the top. And then within that from the top and the bottom, there's mixing that happens. So essentially in very layman's terms is that in Mexico, you can basically whiten up your gene pool. And it was encouraged. This is Mm -hmm. why they had the caste system. Yeah. Which is why if you are Latino and you see, you know, a black Latino, they might not know that. They might not identify as black. Mm -hmm. They -hmm. might not see that because in that culture, it was encouraged to erase that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I've had like family relatives that are white passing. And I know I've heard it somewhere, you know. It's just like, yeah, you wouldn't want to marry someone darker, right? Like I'm sure you're looking for... For like, you know, like a boyfriend or, or whatever that's that's white because you don't want, you know, right? Especially keep, growing up, right? Yes, we like, were told that. Yeah, like you're keeping it in, 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 in the skin color. And they're they're just saying it because they're like, how would you look with someone? You know, they almost say like appearance wise. Yeah. Be like, like, have you ever thought about it? Like, you know, you mm-hmm. really want that. Your kids, you know, it's like, right, it's easier for you to marry someone of, of like color, right? Yeah. And they're not understanding that that's a, an erasure. You know, and it's just yeah, ugh. And, it, and it, I don't it, know. it changed. It changed languages, right? So mm-hmm. you were saying how you know we are encouraged to to, to stay with our kind uh-huh. or a light version of our kind. Mm-hmm. That is an evolved version of we need to mix in order to fit into society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just it's just it's a different name, same mm-hmm. shit, different name. Yeah, and that can be erased tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. But we can do our best to do that. Yeah. And um, United States, as some of you may know, was very different. Mm -hmm. It was the one drop rule. So Mm -hmm. you were black, period. Mm -hmm. Whether you looked like fucking Salma Hayek or not, you were black. If somewhere in your lineage you had someone in your family Mm -hmm. that was black. And you were even killed if you were caught passing. No matter how low of a percentage it was. Yeah, and I think that is an important thing to bring up because it really helps us as Latinos really understand our racism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because we're taught that it's not real, Mm -hmm. right? Like as much as Latinos love saying that we're a culture of mixed people, they don't act like it. Yeah. They don't, they don't acknowledge like, it. They, they don't, say it. They say they it. They don't acknowledge it. Oh, and no. they'll be the first ones to look the other way. Exactly. I'll tell you what. And 
I just want that to be clear because we can't think of it in the United States aspect because this has culturally been ingrained in us for so long mm-hmm. that it's important for us to know that history because it helps us with the future conversations that we have about this and that we are going to deny mm-hmm. that there is no racism in our culture yeah. because we are of color because mm-hmm. people who are affected are black and brown people. Mm-hmm. The prison system is black and brown yeah, people. It's a real thing. It's, it's a, a real thing. Line. But unfortunately, Latinos disproportionately it is black Mm -hmm. and then brown people Mm -hmm. that are being affected by this yeah like i have a brother who is kind of a troublemaker a little bit here and there Mm -hmm. but he's a little bit lighter passing he's ran from the cops so many times has had guns on him everything you could possibly imagine never been shot Mm. yeah my mom has never once i mean yeah she's scared of his like you know gangster pass or whatever because I mean, I'm like, okay, never mind. My mom, my mom, of course, is afraid of his, like, shenanigans and stuff, but she's never once been like, uh, Miko, don't run from the cops because they'll shoot you. Yeah. We've been told to just, like, stay complicit, actually. We've I, been taught to stay complicit. We've been, just be quiet. Yes. Just be quiet. If you're ever in a situation, just nod and be quiet. We haven't been told, you know what, maybe... Black moms are telling their children, you know what? It's, I don't know what that conversation looks like now because I'm obviously not black. I don't know what that looks like. But what, you know, what black moms and dads are having the conversations and what they're telling their kids now, given with what's actually happening, what we've been living in. I don't even know if it's like, just be quiet. Just not because that's not working. That's not quiet. It's right. not. I, I don't know. Like, I actually saw like this little video or it was a, a meme or whatever where a little boy was playing basketball and then he heard the sirens and it showed him just hide behind the car. And there was wow. a, like a controversy on Facebook and, it, it, you know. That's uh, really sad. And then it was like obviously like a white passing Rodriguez, whatever, saying like, he's been taught wrong. It's like, you, yeah. you, you just can't. And it's just, I don't know what that conversation, but we've been told in, in, in the face of trouble, authority, just do what needs to be done and stay quiet. You know, be complicit, basically. Yeah, make yourself smaller than what you are. Yes, you know, do not step on white people's toes. Yep. Do not, you know, do not. You are the provider and you guys are this, you're that, you're here to work, you're here to, you know, be nice. and da, da, da. Do not do anything. You yeah, know? because I have an experience that, like, my um, my aunt, when we went to my cousin's surgery, mm-hmm. um, obviously we're Mexican, so there's, like, ten of us mm-hmm. because, you know, there's a shit ton of families. And... You know, we wanted to get in the elevator because we needed to go see him. And just because there's two white people in there, my aunt did not want to get in with her and her five kids because she's like, no, no, let's get them all started. Like, no, I don't want to bother them. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, this elevator fits like 50 people. This is a hospital. Ele- yeah. A full size bed can go in this elevator. Yeah. And you're concerned about mm-hmm. their comfort because you have five snot nosed kids. Like, mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And then even when like you know they're like my cousin's going to surgery or whatever and nobody told us we're supposed to say good not goodbye to him but you know do or whatever before he goes in surgery hour passes no one says anything to us and I'm just like okay well I'm gonna go to the front desk and she's like Nico n- like basically she was like don't cause a scene it's mm-hmm. okay it's like what do you mean it's okay mm-hmm. if he goes into surgery and he doesn't make it out we didn't get to talk to him mm-hmm. so like you can't just say it's okay so mm-hmm. my fucking American fucking white privilege ass goes up to this fucking thing and I'm just like hello mm-hmm. ring 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 and you know and then we got to see him and stuff but it is so crazy how yeah as as Latinos we really are 
expected to just shut up and just yeah. just take it. Just, just take it. Just shut up. Just, You'll be okay. Yeah, don't say anything. You'll be fine. Yeah. You know, and and unfortunately, you know, black people they don't have that. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. They. They can be as behaved as they want. They can announce they have a gun with them. They can have their license of their gun. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Doesn't fucking matter. But my, but my, some of my siblings can like be in a car with like loaded guns and be pulled over and be totally fine. Yeah. The conversations that are being, uh, have in like, uh, brown and black, um, households are very different. The white passing households, my household are very different. Um, for sure. And it's over. Yeah. It's, it stops with us. Yeah. And, we are doing our best. We're not perfect. You know, no one's perfect. You know, we have years and years of decolonization to work on. But it starts with calling ourselves out and just being like, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel Latinos take enough responsibility. responsibility. We stay quiet. And if they do, they'll place responsibility on other people. They'll mm-hmm. be like, yeah, my mom was um, was racist and that's why I'm – no. You're yeah. racist because you... Yeah, you have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice, yeah. Like you said, Google is free. You have all of these resources mm-hmm. that lead to this, that you, you know, we were just talking about like Sandra Blend. You see these stories. Mm-hmm. You see these stories that don't make... You see these videos. Yeah. We have a plethora or whatever of knowledge, accessibility, that I just find it hard to believe that anyone says, I just don't know how. Yeah. And I can be like empathetic you know in in terms of like oh you don't have anyone that's taught you or like you grew up in a very different environment like you really were closeted in in, it for many reasons or whatever but once when you know better you'll do better you know and and when you know that there's videos that people on facebook share whether they're saying like it's wrong whether they're saying it's too graphic whether they're saying yes black lives matter whether they're saying like what is this it's being shared like there's so much accessibility for you to have your choice of being like, yes, my mom said these things. And yes, they were racist. Now I know that that's what that was. Now I'm going to go and take a dive and know like where that's coming from. Fact check things and learn and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I probably shouldn't say that because yeah. it has a bad connotation. Or like, I am treated differently. Mm-hmm. Like just be, I'm white. Just the simple acknowledgement of I'm white. I'm treated way differently than my counterparts whose skin color shows different and like in no way fear the police, but fuck the cops. Yeah. It's just acknowledging mm-hmm. and, and then push forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, part of, right. Cause I feel like we can acknowledge as much as we want, but then it's, it's the action. Now, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? Action. Right. Cause, mm-hmm. cause you can say, yes, you know, as white passing Latinos, we do do this. No, I do this. Mm-hmm. I perpetuate this. I say these things. And that's, that's where we're taking responsibility. So, uh, talking about fucking annoying ass family. Do you have you ever had times where maybe your family like guilt tripped you to like not talking about these issues because it's such a drag, right? Like, what's the one thing that they say um, not to do in a date? Don't talk about politics or whatever. Yeah. Do you yeah, ever yeah. have like people tell you like, why are we talking about this? Like, it's not that yeah. serious. Or, or can we talk about something else? Ooh, oh my god. <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't think my family has guilt tripped me. So I usually have these conversations with my mom, and my dad will just like be in the background listening. 
<laughs> like, like, yeah, like eating tortillas or something. <laughs> He'll be eating. So I don't think my mom has ever been like, ugh, yeah, this is why, like, we don't want you to come home or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's been, like, friends, actually, that friends. I've had. That they'll just be like, ugh, like, don't want to talk about this again. I was like, then what? Then when? Mm-hmm. Bitch, then when is the right time? Because you said that last time. So, or, like, you have people that, you know, be like, oh, I don't like to get political. I was like, well, I do. Yeah. Or, you know, they're like, uh. And so it's usually actually friends. You know what they say? Keep your friends close, but your friends closer. It's okay, you guys. Uh, <laughs> but like, so what? What do you do when they're when they're telling you like like bitch? You're fucking always talking about damn racism. Who cares? Yeah. What do you do? Um, I always just say that like. Um, I'm pretty like unapologetic about it. I'm like, this is something that really matters to me. I was like, you know, and I always like throw out, like, I'm just like, I'm in a point in my life where I can't continue friendships and like, I will burn a bridge. And no, I'm just kidding. I won't. <laughs> but I just can't continue with friendships or anything that aren't like process of a growth, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, like mutual understanding. I was like, I can't, mm-hmm. if there's no effort there, it's like, we don't align yeah. and that's okay because, you know, I don't have to align with everyone. And some people really unattach from politics, unattach from like real life stuff, like black lives matter and racism. And, you know, they're the ones that say, I don't see color. Like da, 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 da. they're the ones that I'm just like, Okay, bye. So that's usually what I say. I'm like pretty forward. I'm just like, well, I just want you to know that this is something that actively like impacts me and impacts people that I love. And it's like happening. And if like we don't care about this, like then like, dude, like, I don't know, yeah. you know, and it, it has been with like, quote unquote, like close friends where I'm just be like, oh, you better vote. And they're like, oh, I never do. And I'm like, well, mm. this is crazy because I mean, you see the mess that we're in. And this might not like impact you, but this is impacting friends of friends. Yeah. Like, do you care? Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it's something that I've told Liza. I was like, when you're trying to have these conversations um, with your uh, white friends uh, that are you know, in your community, you can say that. Like, if you don't know, I'm like, uh, what I've always told Liza, I was like, these are friends that love you and respect you, you know? And so you can say, this is important to me. And I'd love for you to like know why. Yeah. You know, like, listen to, like, why this, you know, what's happening, you know, and you don't have to get too political. But as someone that, you know, I'm friends with, like, let me tell you, like, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And so that's usually how I do it. I'm, like, just really forward. I just don't sugarcoat things. You know, I'm just not in that point in my life where I'm just like, yeah, you think differently. I hope you have a good life. Thank you so much. And... And yeah. that's how I leave it. Like, you know, like no, um, no ill intentions or bad ill anything. Yeah. Can, yeah. can you attest to that, Liza? Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right. Good. Jackie. Thanks <laughs> so much. <laughs> that's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jackie, please. <laughs> No, that's something that I admire about Leslie is that she is upfront and she has told me these things where Liza, you know, these people love you. Like if they say they love you and they care about you, then they should be willing to listen to you and actually hear you out. And then on my end, like I'm still having problematic issues, you know, with myself. Like how do I initiate a conversation where we understand each other and I guess my whole thing is like, well, I don't want to ruffle any feathers. And that's just something that I struggle with. I'm, I'm still struggling. And like, how can I be bold and stand up for what I believe? I believe in these issues and I believe that others should also take part because it is important. Like we're all affected, mm-hmm. even if personally, you know, my friend or whoever isn't like it impacts me. And if you love me, then you should 
you should care. Yeah. If not, then maybe yes. okay, bye. It's, yes. it's, and it's fun. And I, think, I think sometimes people like I keep friendships, keep relationships, and keep a lot of things because there's like a little good in it, you know? And we're just like, ooh, like you keep saying like you don't want to ruffle feathers and stuff. But like I really do challenge you, you know, um, to try doing that and see what the response yeah. is. Because if yeah. one of your close friends, you know, like Lily – you know, let's say like Lily or whatever is just like, oh, Liza, I didn't know you cared about that stuff. Like, what could that tell you about that friendship? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, do you, yeah. what do you mean I care about this stuff? Like, <laughs> they can't no, imagine. No. Like, you're uh-huh. you're very much darker complected, you know, than all these white friends that I've yeah. met and I mean, your white community. I stuck out. <laughs> so how I could they out. not? How could they not think that this exactly. has anything to do with you? Yeah. You know, and I think uh-huh. you being complicit is maybe gives them like the, the 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 green light. Like Liza's not like that. Yeah. Or Liza's oh yeah. Liza probably you know she's probably fine. You know whatever. And so <laughs> yeah, I I'd be very like interested for you to you know continue doing like your healing and and the work in progress that we all are yeah. and ruffle those feathers and see what response you get because question might be phrased like. Do I want this friendship? Is yeah. this what is this? Does this align with with who I am in your in your study in your Catholic practice and in who you are as a person? Because you're a cute little person, you're nice, or whatever. Like, Thanks. is that is that who you are? Right? Yeah. So, and um, I've actually had like I have had good conversations. Like there was a Black Lives Matters protest that I got to go to, and then afterwards I went to a gathering and people asked me about it, like, how did it go? And like, what did you think? And I, I did feel like there was a space to talk about it. And I didn't feel like, oh, if I say something, they're going to look at me different. Mm. But I did feel supported. So like now, like there's just been this desire in me to initiate conversation within yeah, my community, because I know like my, I know my friends are good and, and they're very lovely people. So like, I know you would receive me well. Like if I started this, I yeah. guess a, a lot of it is more just on my end where, okay, I just have to have the courage and like, who cares what people think? Just mm-hmm. like speak your mind and speak what is in my heart. And cause these are issues that, Leslie, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, that should be discussed. Yeah. yeah especially like during that. this time. That's like so how's cool. change going to occur if mm-hmm. I, change occur in my own little bubble if like no one's saying anything exactly yeah and posting about it isn't gonna do anything because you're not even talking about it with your friends so yeah. right and i'm not even on social she's media she's not even on social oh, media <laughs> like that looks like you have one option girl. um i'd love yeah, to return for you <laughs> yeah i'm so excited to hear you know um yeah. the conversations that you've kind of already been maybe having um and the the push that you're gonna that you're gonna go forward with and i think it's important to know that if they don't, if they receive that negatively, they're not your friends. And like, as much as like, you know, we all want to have these friendships for whatever ever reason, you don't need 50 fake surface relationships. Mm-mm. I don't want them. No need them. You don't need them. You know, <laughs> and like I have friends that are white, that are white Latinos, that are Asian, that I call out all the time. And they never say, I can't be friends with you because you're always calling me out. It's always they either defend what they have to say or they say, why Why do you say that? And then I explain it to them. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to change, but at least I'm constantly reminding them like, hey, mm-hmm. this is problematic. Stop saying that. Whether it's whether they change the next day or not, like they're still staying with my friends and I still have some sort of 
relationship with them. So I want to keep pushing that, keep pushing like, no, that's problematic. Stop saying that. Mm-hmm. And if they really are your friends, they'll keep listening. Mm-hmm. They'll listen the whole time. They'll ask questions. They'll, they'll ask do questions. their research. <laughs> they'll be like, what? Just let us like that? Is that really? They might not believe you and it might trigger them. You know, to be like, well, I'm going to look up if really, like, the war on drugs was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it'll, it'll make them... I know it's made me in the past when I've had conversations all Google because I've said it, Google is free, and I'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm the dumb one, okay? So, so yeah. Thanks, Liza. What about you, Jack? I think I experienced it a lot more with my family. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are very, like, closed-minded. Yeah. And so, as I had mentioned earlier, they laugh every time, like, my cousin and I bring anything up. Or they think everything is a joke. And so, I'm very direct with them. And I say, well, I don't think it's funny. Mm -hmm. And so, I think in the past, it would be more, um, I would argue a little bit more with them, Mm -hmm. rather than focus on educating them. Mm -hmm. But I think even more so recently, with all the protests that have been occurring, like, I had a family member who said, everyone's looting and they're all black people i said no that is not true i don't know where you're getting your information from probably fox news yeah (laughs) well i also think it's a lot of those spanish news shows Mm. um like they spread a lot of like misinformation (laughs) yeah yeah and so it's like of course the media is always going to show what they want to um and they focus always on like the bad so it's like you need to stop looking at it through the looting. It's like you need to look at the purpose of like the people who are protesting. That's just distracting from everything. And so what we I did is like I would share like resources and like videos, for example, that I found that contradicted everything that she was like stating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that just occurs with what well, has been occurring a lot more with um, where they consume basically like their information. Mm-hmm. I think in order to have them like be a greater understanding, I don't think I've broken through with any of them, Yeah. but it's a continuous thing. And yeah. like, for example, yesterday I was having a conversation with my cousin and she's like, I want to share resources, but I know they're going to stop, like start talking like shit about us and saying that we're always bringing this up, but it's because they're over here making jokes about it. So mm-hmm. I think that it's just continuing, educating them, sharing the resources, like maybe not saying anything, but we just send them through the family group chat and maybe hopefully, yeah, they're like opening them up at least. For yeah, sure. and there's something about people that respect you hearing this thing. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like Liza wouldn't have grown if Leslie, if she didn't respect Leslie. That's true. Because yeah, I, we could tell them you're being racist. You're a racist, but yeah. that's just gonna make them upset. And I'm not over here saying like try to conserve people's, you know, um, uh, uh, emotions or try not to upset people. Yeah, but to a certain extent. If you want change, they have to feel like they're being heard. Mm -hmm. If they feel (laughs) stupid or if you try to belittle them, they're not going to listen. They're going to be like, well, she already thinks I'm stupid, so who cares? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, good point. But I love how you do that with your family because my mom, I'm not going to say she's problematic because she's not. I like constantly have to like tell her things where it's more like with the gay community, you know, because I'm like gay and stuff and she's Catholic. That that's more the conversations lean towards. But when it comes to like the looting, she's like, I mean, you know, like that's scary that it's going on. It's like, yeah, mom, but it's like even scarier that black people are being murdered by the police. Like, yeah, that's exactly. even scarier, <laughs> yeah. you know. And and yeah. I have a cousin too that she was just like, I understand Black Lives Matter, but why do you have to loot? Yeah. And we we're just like, okay, but you have to literally, and it's as simple as 
why does the looting make you mad? Right. But the fact that Brianna's killers have still not been mm-hmm. taken to justice, why doesn't that make you mad? Mm-hmm. Why is it that people are stealing from Target? Mm-hmm. Where Target is literally sending emails being like, steal whatever you want. We will restock. We are a billion dollar company. Yeah, we have money. Don't, we don't worry. Care. We are in the Bahamas. You know, and it's just, it's unfortunate because even like Corona, right? Like people aren't taking yeah. it seriously. And who is it affecting? The minorities. Yeah, minorities. And like, I see that. Yes. I oh, yeah. Work in a hospital. Ooh, you know what? We're going to have to do a and, part two with you, Liza. We're going <laughs> like, to talk about, we're going to talk about Corona. Less, but no, Ooh. it's a real thing. Like, it's, it's a real the thing. minorities who we are, who are seen, who are being affected. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or yeah. even... You know, right now in California, you know, they're shutting everything down, whatever. And people, mm-hmm. Twitter again, they're over here being like, oh, well, people can protest, but they can't go to a restaurant. And it's oh, like, yeah. what? Well, well, ma'am. Ma'am, do you understand anything that's happening right now? Like, ma'am, you're probably not wearing a mask right now. <laughs> yeah. and, and it shows. Uh, and it shows. But, um, my mo- but my mom has been very receptive to to mm-hmm. that. And I think it's because she respects me. Mm-hmm. And because I don't talk to her like she's stupid. Like, talk to her as if. As if I'm talking to myself, you know, and it's it's really about remembering who you used to be. Remember who you are. Westworld. Um, sorry, you guys. We just love quoting Westworld. <laughs> um, I personally know Jorge's mom. And so she's I, met her. Yeah. I've met her several times. times. It's really interesting to see the growth and the practice that's happened with having these conversations. Let me tell you right now. It is possible. OK, do not get discouraged. <laughs> She has, like, grown a lot, and she's, like, very, mm-hmm. like, conscious and will have, like, really complex conversations with him. But it um, took a long time. Yeah, a I'm sorry, Jacqueline. Time. It's going <laughs> to a long way to go. But it's worth it because, you know what? She's going, and she's getting other people involved. Mm-hmm. When, whenever the midterms elections happened, she called me, and she's like, yeah, I'm picking up five people. We're all going to go vote. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, she's so cute. And, and keep in mind, you guys, like, my mom's not some 40-year-old. She's, a, like, a 68-year-old woman. Like, she, mm. it, their age is not an excuse, you know? Because mm. I even heard, like, some of my white friends be like, oh, well, my grandpa's just, that's just where he grew up. That's how he grew up. Mm. And it's just like, no. Yeah. No. You can break the cycle. You can break the at cycle. Any, yeah. At any point, at any time. So, yeah, love, love, Rosa. Uh, tell, tell her to listen to us. Give some reviews. <laughs> um, and, and I think the, like, to tie that all in, people, when people do respect you, they will listen. And I, I recently, like, have encountered this because I have a friend named Dolores. Dolores. Let's call her Dolores. Yeah. Uh, her name is Dolores. <laughs> and she said, has said some problematic things. And it started uh, during, like, the, the, the Black Lives Movement and the rioting, like, very much, like, a few months ago. And I'm very passionate about a lot of things, and this is one of them. So I'm really quick to be like, yeah, duh, they should buy it more. I hope that they break everything in the coach store. I hope they steal everything. I don't care. Do it. Which we know it wasn't the black community doing it. It was the white uh, people. And so she said some things like, ugh, well, you know, it sucks because I can't go out now because people are looting. I'm like, ugh what and it was really crazy because i could not believe someone that i'm friends with was saying these things first it's like leslie like how did you not catch this sooner then it's like what is happening and then i had to make like a conscious choice to be like let me just like evaluate all the factors and she comes from a very different background and there's a lot of elements there where i chose that maybe this is my fight and this is my audience Mm -hmm. and because there is mutual respect there I've seen her like take some of these conversations that I've had with her or that uh, heard me have 
uh, very seriously and she'll like understand. And so I tend to say, um, I hate white people and I tend to say like, fuck the cops. And so she also says that now. <laughs> so before, before she did it, she, before did she, she did call it. you racist because you said that? Oh yeah. She said that I was being racist and I then had to explain the whole, like how racism works, like reverse racism isn't a thing. And I had to like really school her on that. And even though like I take privilege and responsibility for my white passing, I, I understand that like reverse racism is not a thing. It's just, no, I'm more likely to lose a job because of my accent than someone whose name is like Leslie and is, you know, from uh, Finland. It's really about, yeah, choosing your fights. And I don't do it all the time, but when I can and when I know there's effort and there's like respect and someone is willing to listen, I'll, I will try and I'll, I'll make the practice like we do with our families and like we'll do with maybe close friends or even ourselves where it's a, a, oh, yeah. like a like a constant like. Ooh, that maybe that was a oh, I still kind of maybe think that way. Ooh, I kind of ooh, you know. Because um, it could be your thoughts. Yeah. Your thoughts where you're like, ooh, wait, don't don't do that. Yeah, and so now my friend Dolores uh Jane is she's on the come up, guys. She is on the come up and she will like um really like pay attention to things now and she'll say some things where I'm like, oh, okay, good for you. And she's like, Yeah, you know, I realize like that's very true. And I'm like, I said I said it was. Is it safe to say Dolores <laughs> is finding the center of the maze? It's safe to say. She is. She is. is she finding her cornerstone? She is finding her cornerstone. Bitch. <laughs> oh she is God. finding her cornerstone. <laughs> but yeah, judging your audience, it's hard. It can be hard. Yeah. But thank yeah. you. Thank you for that. So not only should you wrap it up with sex, we need to wrap up this segment. You really should. <laughs> condoms are a real thing. Dude, condoms are so important. Please. Do you know they have condoms for girl on girl sex? Yeah, they're like Wait, are we recording? Yes. Yeah. Liza. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh shit. Sorry. Liza. Yeah, they're actually really big. Oh, yeah. And you just kind of stick them in there. Honestly, guys, no, seriously, I had a conversation, like, in my past work that I used to do, where this guy was just like, yeah, me and my uh, wife actually prefer, prefer those condoms. Do you have any of those? And at the agency mm. that I worked, they had free condoms. So I was like, let me go find you some. Mm. And I found him, like, four. Oh, he loved it. Wait, Liza's gone. Liza, did we? The, the Catholic. We, oh, my God. We drove the Catholic. The Catholic <laughs> She's like, don't talk about that. Okay. Anyways, like we say. Anyway, to wrap it up, let's just talk about, as a group, do we believe that Latin people perpetuate racism and anti-blackness? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We do. We do. Okay. <laughs> now that that is said, it is important for us to see what can we do to fix that. Obviously not put the blame on other people. We already know who's to blame. But we are the ones to blame because we are perpetuating it. You know what I mean? But white people come first to blame. And then ourselves. I said what I said. But you forget that white people are Latinos. It's true. So, so white. I mean, I'm talking about like the other white people. Oh, like, the, the Europeans? Yeah. Europeans. <laughs> well, Europeans? Yeah. Okay, so um, let's talk about how do we hold ourselves accountable and what work are we doing? So we kind of already talked about it, but... For me, I would say that I am unapologetically always talking about these things, mm-hmm. regardless of the group. Like, it, it could be a group I just met. It could be um, I went to a restaurant or I went to get groceries mm-hmm. and maybe somebody said something to me. I have to say something every time because I just think that it is important for people to see someone who looks like me say these things unapologetically and loud Mm -hmm. and to also talk about my experiences right because i'm not over here saying i'm a saint i'm some like you know pioneer for black rights that's not what i'm saying but i have a responsibility as a light passing person 
to talk about these things because people, unfortunately, will listen to me mm. more than they would listen to someone who is darker complected, period. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part of it. And I have to use that to Your help advantage. to to help to advance the cause. For like sure. I have to do that. And if that means people seeing me as like whatever, that's okay because people are seen different by their skin color. I'm gracious to be seen as a different person because of my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, you know, I try to... I'm, like, really into tarot right now. I don't know if you guys know this. He'll read sorry. your cards if you guys have some time after. Wait, Liza, so, we know you sorry, don't. Liza, I, no, you don't. Sorry, okay. Liza. Sorry, Liza. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying the Bible does not say nothing about no tarot cards. So, period. Uh, uh, we may have to talk about that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Liza, I'm ready. Liza's going to be here next week. We're going to have a whole new episode and we're going to talk about tarot and religion. Anyway, um, so I buy from, from, lo- from not local, but from black owned businesses. So I try to buy a lot of my stuff from people um that our self-startup right it is a little more expensive but i don't care you already paid for so much anyway what's an extra ten dollars you know what i mean and you know shop being specific about shopping at local places like not shopping at walmart not shopping at these places that are giving to trump or anything Mm. like that like i love plants i can't go to home depot anymore Mm -mm. i can't Mm -mm. i can't and if no and and like it's 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 funny right because you're like not going to Home Depot is advancing the cause, but like at the same time that you hit them where the money is, mm-hmm. hit them where it hurts, mm-hmm. right? And he buys a lot of plants, guys. You don't understand. I buy a shit ton yeah, of plants. I love plants too. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I could do better, you know, but that's what I'm doing, and I will continue to do more. And if anyone listening has also other things that we can do to, you know, advance this cause and to really call, they don't say calling out, they say calling in, calling but you know what? I'm sorry. The way my voice is set up, the way my attitude is set up, calling in is not, that's not, that's not an option. <laughs> Ring, uh, ring. I'm just calling in. Yeah. <laughs> but since Liza's the one on the time crunch, Liza, do you want to? Oh my god, Liza, please go ahead. What are you doing to hold yourself accountable? Yeah, let us know. Um, oh, nothing. Okay, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel very attacked. Oh my gosh, like a sweetie, sweetie, please, please go ahead. Um, I yeah. I think just having this conversation and talking about all of our experiences together, which seem all similar and we're all navigating through the the season differently and how we can challenge ourselves. But for me, yeah, starting this conversation and knowing words have power and they can make a change and they can start, you know, shifting how people think. And so just having the knowledge of that, I feel empowered. Okay, you know what? I'm 28. Like, who cares what people mm. think? Yeah. So yeah, ruffle those like, feathers, girl. <laughs> what? what? Ruffle those feathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's time. Like, I'm just tired of not saying anything anymore. And you know, I do have the resources. Like you said, Google's free. And I know I can always come to you, Leslie and Jay, if I if I need any more resources or like how I can talk with people and have a conversation. So yeah, calling in. (laughs) I think you do a good job of calling in and I think that's important because you are very gentle, you're very soft and And warm and 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 people respond to that, you know, and people can respond to me as like, ooh, he's aggressive. Yeah. Know your strengths. 
Know your strength. strength. Know your strengths and your weaknesses and know that because of those strengths and weaknesses, you won't be heard by everybody. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's very good. Yeah, that's true. Not everyone is ready to listen or ever will be. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Thank you, Liza. What about you, Jax? I'm doing a lot of educating like myself as well. I think that would help me be more effective in educating others. I think just last week or two weeks ago, I had read about how the word Hispanic, for example, it denies like the ethnic diversity of indigenous people in Latin America. And I never knew that. Every day I'm like learning something. And as well as sharing resources to my small reach via Instagram and Twitter, you know, (laughs) making sure that they're also informed and or at least have access to resources and always donating and also supporting black businesses. Just like you, I'm willing to pay more to support them and not so much those large corporations that reap all the money Mm. and just give it to people who are going to kill us yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah uh jackie have you bought any tarot cards recently (laughs) (laughs) no i haven't (laughs) from uh yeah from any local i'm just saying (laughs) i'm just saying she said that she's buying from like you know like uh brown and black business i'm just wondering if tarot cards is in there you know like or whatever thank you so much um what I'm doing to hold myself accountable, uh, yeah, it is the constant, like, education, really, mm-hmm. like, I think it's, yeah, like, cross-correcting a lot of, like, ingrained ideas I might have, or, like, really, like, what you said earlier, Jay, about, like, am I mad because this happened, or am I mad because mm-hmm. of the race, am I mad because da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. not a lot, like, having that internal uh, dialogue, I think, is very important, I'm also all for supporting like black and brown, mostly black businesses like startups or anything like that because I will like rather pay more donating to Black Lives Matter movement. I do a lot of podcast listening. So supporting them, supporting them. And I listen to a lot of podcasts sometimes about um, the founders of Black Lives Matter um, and a lot of the activists right now. Just to, like, really understand it. I am always just, like, amazed. I'm just like, oh, man. Like, I have a lot of learning to do. I'm really big on, like, Angela Davis and, like, the Black Panther Party. And so I do a lot of excerpt interview reading and stuff like that. I read a lot. It's a lot of that, like, inner inner mix. And having these conversations that are very helpful. Like, uh, me and Jay have a lot of conversations by ourselves because no one likes being around us. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Yeah, it's about conversations and things that we like saying like, oh, did you know that this is a thing? Or like, oh, da, 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 da. And so that's very helpful. Just having conversations with people where like it's a very like organic, like such as the conversation that we've been having. Um, that's very helpful because then there'll be certain things that will stick out. And be like, oh, yeah, like this Hispanic thing, um, Jackie. I'm about to Google the, th- the hell out of this, okay? <laughs> and so that, I think, is the best way to hold yourself accountable and just keep at it, you know, like be consistent. No one's really as to where they want to be. Like, I'd love to say, like, I'm an activist attending all these protests and the way my schedule's set up um, and the way my bank account's set up. I would love to say that, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's yeah. not a reality. And learning and education is like can be like your your biggest weapon, really, true. And, and when you're in these spaces and being able to have that conversation whenever you're called upon and, and, and you're ready to. Yeah, so. and Jackie, I think we said it during the break, but you said it's very helpful to hear where we come from. What was it like hearing us talk about how we grew up? Because it is kind of different from how you were. Yeah, I think because being like born in California, it is very diverse, but it's not as inclusive, I would say, as probably most people think. Mm-hmm. So hearing, for example, a lot of the people that I'm surrounded by are Latinos. I don't really have any white friends. And so it's been more of like what I've seen is 
I guess the minorities mm-hmm. in like black and versus brown that a lot of people feel. Um, and I think growing up, for example, here, I just see a lot more of that. And so hearing all of you and your experiences of wanting to, um, I guess, assimilate more mm-hmm. with your white friends is not something that I really experienced, but I just witnessed the other end of how Latinos are sort of perpetuating it a lot mm-hmm. and going against like the black community when it should be a collective thing of us building each other up. We mm-hmm. are stronger together. Yeah. yeah. Stronger together. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you guys so much for having this conversation with us. Yeah. I hope you had fun because we had so much fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yes. So Thank fun. you for having me. So that concludes part two of Black Lives Matter Latinos Need to Do Better. We really wanted to stay true to our bite-sized entertainment theme of the podcast of short episodes, um, or else this one would have been like an hour and a half. And I don't know if that's like too long for people to pay attention, because like I can't really pay attention, like even 45 minutes, like bitch, I'm already losing attention. I don't know, but Next week, we'll be talking about Beyonce, Black is King. So please tune in because, like I said, we do a thoughtful moment. We do a music review or entertainment review, and then we do science shit. So please, next week, it's going to be entertainment, which is going to be Beyonce. So tune in and thanks. And oh, oh, follow the gram because we do a part two to the episode. So we post a whole bunch of stuff related to the content that we make. Super awesome. Homo and training homo in training gram 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 thank you peace